Hey y'all, it's Jana. This week's episode, I'm going to go ahead and be completely honest, I have zero expertise in. I don't really know if there's been any episode I have expertise in, but this one for sure is going to rank as the number one episode I have zero expertise in. We are talking about dreaming or the lack thereof. We're not talking about like your nighttime dreams, we're talking about your life dreams and why as moms, women, non-moms, whoever, why do we stop dreaming? Why is it hard to dream? Why do we sometimes give up hope or are scared to have hope? And how a dream is different than a goal. Laura gives me some homework, which I do not appreciate. That's fine. And we also talk to you guys about a really fun giveaway we're going to do. So make sure to listen to the end. We are going to kind of go through how we're going to do that. We're super excited. I hope you enjoy. Please let us know kind of your tips and tricks on how you dream and what that looks like for you, how you've overcome maybe um, putting your dreams on the back burner. So we can't wait to hear from you. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Donna. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm good. I drove in last night. We were in Houston all weekend for soccer. And I say we, it was Anna and I, because Mm -hmm. Will and William had some football stuff. And then we're on puppy duty, which, you know, the new mom got a couple nights away and it was very nice for her and Mm -hmm. myself, Mm -hmm. but Anna's team won their bracket of the tournament. Super awesome. But here's the deal. She went from a team last year where they did not win one single game except, well, they won one single game. And it was because the other team forfeited. <laughs> so, so to go from that, to go from unde- from defeated to undefeated, I was telling the people, I was like, you know how people are like, act like you've won before? I'm like, we haven't. So this is a new feeling. We don't know how to act. We don't know. But yeah, it was really, she was so excited. And I told Will, um, I have like car collapse I go to sleep real fast in the car. And oh, so- me too. He was like, please be careful. Please be. I was like, you know, I said, we got in the car. It was 106 with like oh, oh my gosh. 98% humidity. Mm-hmm. We were disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but she got in the car and she was, that was just the best weekend of my life. Oh. And I started crying. I was like, and I can drive through the night. I'm fine. Oh, and no. so. I'm yeah, so, so proud of her. That's I know. So she, she did really good. She's a tough nugget. So it was fun. And. She's got a good little team, so that's um, so we're back. And if you hear chewing, that is Betty Sue because she, um, you know, chews everything, and I'm trying to keep her occupied while we record. <laughs> oh, Betty Sue! Yeah, it's better than her chewing a cord. But what about y'all? How we're y'all good. Been? We're good. We're uh, we're just rolling along. We, um, gosh, I don't even know where to start. Really, we're still waiting to, um obviously get into our house, but we, yeah. we made some progress last week. We got to pick out flooring and, um, we got to pick out new countertops, which was super exciting. That was a surprise. I didn't know that was going to get to happen. Well, and you know, I think most of the times with parsonages, I mean, whenever y'all you've moved in, you're really just maybe picking out paint color, correct? Yes. Yeah. This is, this is, it feels really good. It feels like it's, it's, um, to have kind of a say in what it's going to look like. And that's awesome. Um, I know I'm really excited. And so I think it's coming together. Um, they're going to make some adjustments on some of the cabinets, but <laughs> so we're talking about last week, I was like, look, we, if they can get these floors down and done, we, we can live without a countertop for a while. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I can put a board across the counter and we can, we can roll. We can Um, make it happen. I know. I know. So we're just, um, like I said last week, you know, it's a hard question to answer. It's like, are y'all getting settled? And we're like, hey, yes, sort of. In the town, <laughs> but not in the house. That's right. So, That's right. We're still, yeah. uh, and I, I'm about to start back to teaching on um, this week. And so the wardrobe situation could be a little dicey for the That's next fine. few weeks. I was thinking I would probably have access to things. So I didn't pack as many like work appropriate things as I probably will need to. So it's probably a good thing that my students are only going to see me like once a week for, yeah, you're like for a little- the exact same outfit. <laughs> I, know. I know. Don't mind me over here. Free- I love <laughs> our uh, pastor's wife. Her name's Cindy Hawk. She's one of my favorite people. Um, uh, she, Except for she listened to the podcast and told me she she messaged me and told me she agreed that Will chose the perfect time to talk to Anna about a budget and her emergency fund. I was like, Cindy, let's rein it back up in it. But she um she led a woman's Bible study. Uh, it was biblical womanhood. It was phenomenal, and they filmed it because then they would show it. And she told us on the very first day she goes I want y'all to know this has been a couple years ago but it stuck with me and I was like and I love you she goes I'm gonna wear this exact same outfit every single week because we're gonna be recording and that way it looks like it's one deal but you can tell your kids that I'm gonna wear this exact same outfit we're not recording it but I just want to okay just consistency guys I just yeah. want you to know what you're getting I want you to yeah. know what to expect when you just don't feel like here. Groundhog's Day <laughs> But yeah, so maybe they won't. Maybe they won't remember. Since it'll you know what? Like this might call for a trip to the Fashion Coward, also Woo-hoo. known as Ann Taylor Loft. It might. I know where that is. Yeah, and, and Do you I have, have one near you in Pascagoula. Not in Pascagoula. Oh, okay, y'all aren't that big. <laughs> no, no, no. But we're only like an hour from Orange Beach. I know, Foley, that's hour and a half. Yeah, so I can I can zip on over to Foley. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's good. Everything's good. We had a little fancy event that we went to this weekend. I got to get dressed up and a picture. You were looking yes. real hot. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Was that an Amazon dress or was it a dress you already had? Oh, girl, that was straight Amazon dress. Okay. Um, yes, it was my Amazon Prime dress for Your jeans were a big hit huge right now it is yeah. getting me through like I said this, but I mean people were loving it when you shared the picture and several people ordered them so I'm curious when those people get theirs in I need a picture a full-length picture of the dress if you if you have yes. time in your day okay I will uh, you know throw that back on and thank you do up my hair <laughs> yeah just a casual just a casual you know Thursday yeah <laughs> oh my gosh well this episode is gonna be um, probably pretty light and fluffy again. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was talking to my <laughs> friend, Josette, who's been just like a mentor in my life. And she, I was like, I gotta let you go. We're about to record. She's like, oh, what's episode on? And I was like, it's going to just be real, like easy breezy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, I was like, it's going to be about why moms have zero dreams. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> zero dreams for moms. <laughs> yeah. You don't get a dream. You don't get a dream. <laughs> we're the reverse Oprah. <laughs> So she's like, oh, and so, but she had some good insight, which we'll get to her point in a little bit too. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, let maybe, uh, for those who might not have listened to last week's episode, which why not? Rude. Rude. <laughs> uh, let's, problem, not a us problem. <laughs> let's back up and 
kind of give some context for where this came from. We were in conversation last week about um, just the, I don't know, just the whole political politics, politics. that we live in. Yeah, politics. We were talking politics yeah. on all things good, which is funny. Politics, for- money, and religion. <laughs> Perfect dinner. Yeah. Uh, so, and you made the comment that you don't really dream anymore. And yeah, I was that's like, a big womp, womp, womp. No, I was like, oh gosh. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, I don't Yeah. Yeah. You were feeling maybe. real like, that's sad, Jonna. And then you're like, oh, that's sad, Laura. <laughs> you don't either. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Ooh. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's it's really, I have really kind of come to this conclusion probably about two or three years ago. Um, And I think it kind of was birthed by me talking to my kids, like, well, you know, what's like a dream you have or, you know, and then Mm -hmm. them turning the question on me and I was like, "Uh, oh, uh." (laughs) whoa, all my dreams revolved around what my dreams were for Will, what, what my dreams were for them. And I couldn't tell them you know and it was like well I used to dream this but then this and then uh you know and so it I'm pretty sure the second that I gave birth to William my dreams just came out too. <laughs> so I told him I was like your dreams my dreams were in your placenta, in the placenta. <laughs> let's start calling William the dream killer yeah dream killer <laughs> dream killer is fine it's better than copay will let's lose that title <laughs> so being like he is quite he's not knock on wood broken right now oh so, goodness no, you should yeah. not have said that i know i said knock on wood and i don't even believe in all that <laughs> God, please protect him oh so, my gosh. well let's but, talk first i think the first thing we probably need to address is when we talk about dreams like what's the difference between like a dream and a goal because there is actually a significant difference I think um yes like when we talk, talk about dreams we're talking about things that are less tangible the things that kind of fire us up give us inspiration they may not necessarily like have an endpoint. I think sometimes they're like rolling dreams like you may reach a part of it but then maybe dream a little bigger or like a, you know and maybe they're um, like have to do with your character like right yeah <laughs> yes and whereas a goal is like the more tangible thing it's actually yeah, there's steps to reach it yes and there's usually a deadline these are this is where go- where uh <laughs> this is where, where will kills it i was just gonna say where will lives on his goal sheet yes it's actionable you're actively working toward this. Um, and I think the other thing is that I would say is different is when you set a goal, there's usually a cost involved in achieving it. Like whether it's an actual financial cost or it could be time or energy yeah. spent toward achieving that or even just say no to other things. Mm-hmm. And- yes. And so I think when we, we talk about this, you know, it's different. I mean, I think we all, maybe have goals like, you know, I want to retire one day and live in the mountains and sit by a river and, you know, is that your real goal? I don't know. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I think that my goal was the beach, but knowing that Jeff doesn't really love the beach, like, so your goal has changed as well. My goal has changed. You have no dreams and your goals have changed. (laughs) Oh, who am I? so encouraging guys we are here to encourage you we are killing by telling you you're probably doing better than us no I don't know um I mean it 
it feels so hard. And that may be where we need to go next is when we talk about the obstacles, um, like why, why, why is it so hard for us to set goals or to have Listen, I don't know if Will is like tapped into this conversation because <laughs> that feels like something I get asked every time it's a budget dog. It's so hard for you. I think for no, me, here's what Will is thinking. Will is like, it's not hard to set goals. Pull out your goal sheet and write it down. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for you to keep, to work towards your goals, you know? Yeah. And so, but I think for me, it kind of comes back to the time that I said, I think I struggle with authority. And mm-hmm. that's when he called me and said, you think? And so <laughs> it's super aggressive. But I think that that's where it feels like, I have this almost like commitment phobia and mm. which I'm sure that's super encouraging to him as well. But right. um, it's, I feel like the second I like make a commitment, I'm like maybe setting myself up. Like I'm locked in now. Like mm-hmm. there's no, I'm it's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, this difference in, like thinking I have goal it. remorse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And it can be the difference in like, when you, you think about something Versus, like, actually putting it on paper. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like, for me, I'm yeah. like, in, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, here are all the things that I need to get accomplished today. But once I put them on a sheet of paper and call them my to-do list, then it now become restrained. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. No, no, that was not what I was going to say. Okay, okay. You really do have issues with yeah. that. <laughs> I like to put them on there once I've done them. <laughs> I was, I was going to say focus. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I feel more focused. Yeah. <laughs> well, when my head is in a restraint, I feel focused because I have to look forward. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's this hilarious. Is, I might should get off of this and maybe get on one of those online therapy programs. <laughs> Surely there's an 800 number. There oh is. my gosh. Uh, yeah, there's gotta be. Uh, yeah. Well, why do you think, what are some reasons that you, that like you think that influence your ability to dream or your, um, now, okay. If we're going to get real deep, I okay. know. So, I mean, I, I am a big fan of counseling. I've shared before that with counseling before we moved here and it, and I, every week I'm like, I got to sign up again. I got to find somebody. <laughs> I got to get some help. Um, and so And listen, I'm going to say this and it does not need to sound bad because it's, I'm just, well, I will say whenever I got pregnant with William, I felt like I took all of my parents' dreams. I always lived to be a pleaser. Mm -hmm. Um, I so badly wanted their approval and I got it like, I mean, in different, but you know, it's like, you know, this like breaks my mom's heart when I say these things on here. She's like, why do you think that, you know, and it's, it, it, it's not about her. It was me. And it's right. the way that I, and there were other things that took their time and attention and my mom reaching goals. My mom is a huge inspiration for a woman working outside of the home and being mm-hmm. extremely successful. Um, and, you know, being there for her mom and doing it all. But whenever I called my parents and told, well, I didn't call them. I called Will and told him I was pregnant. I got home and I guess I did tell him on the phone, but, um, it was Thanksgiving. And I just remember looking at them and thinking, I think y'all had all of these hopes and dreams for me. And I just ruined it. Like I just ruined it. And I've always cared more about what others hopes and dreams for me were than I did my own. Um, and, then I was so focused 
restrained, so focused (laughs) on not being this young teen mom that didn't know what she was doing. Granted, I was 21 when I had him, so I was technically not a teen, but Mm -hmm. I was 20 when I was pregnant. And um, I was so concerned that people would judge my baby on me being Mm -hmm. so young that I was... no, I anything that I wanted for myself I put to the side mm. um and now listen if I want to go shop that's one thing you know I mean I had to be a good I had to be like a well-dressed young mom but uh but when it came to like okay I want to be a buyer like that's what I my dream was to be a buyer for like Nordstrom or Neiman's and um I love and I mean I always loved interior design obviously and I did a lot of displays for stores and um always dabbled in interior design pretty much my whole life I would rearrange my room all the time I would do my mom's like my mom's room all of that so I always had a passion for that and it came out a lot in like clothing and makeup I used to really love to do people's makeup I loved like people would ask me to go take them shopping and I would do that. That has changed. And a lot of that has to come to do with my weight. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I don't enjoy dressing like I used to. And I don't enjoy like, that's hard for me. Oh, Mm -hmm. we're about to get deep. That's hard. (laughs) I didn't know I was going to talk about that. Um, But uh, let's be clear. We don't even know what we're going to talk about. (laughs) I got some bullet points somewhere. Yeah. So, but I, whenever I got pregnant, I almost, it was like a punishment to myself. Mm. Like you don't deserve to dream because you've taken other people's dreams away. And like, I've talked openly with now, granted everyone around me thinks that's really stupid. Um, and they would tell me that that's really stupid. And will, he has no problem dreaming, which his dreams are goals, which we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but William even and like William and I have even talked about it like because we were talking about this episode and and I just said I think I really struggle with dreaming and he's like well why do you think that and I was like I don't know I think whenever I had you and he's like oh that's awesome and I was like yeah I mean you really killed it like my life ended and so no but I think that then I um had started going back to school after he was older and we moved here and then I got pregnant with Anna um And it was just kind of like, okay, it's just never meant, like, it's not for me to get to, like, my life is for the three of them. Mm -hmm. And I get resentful. I do. And I think in the beginning of our marriage, that would be a fight that we would have a lot because I'm like, I sacrifice everything, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, you've got an MBA, you've got this, you got that, you know, I'm working, I'm doing, you know, and that killed Will. I mean, he would do anything for me to accomplish my dreams if I knew what they were, um, <laughs> because he doesn't. If I could identify exactly. Yeah, what I mean, I this has trying. been it has been such a hard deal, but I think for me, it came back to I feel like my mom is going to call me like that is so stupid, but she knows this because we've talked about it, mm-hmm. and um, so for me, it goes back to I felt like I took other people's dreams and plans for me away, so I don't. I don't let myself and we'll talk to you about hopes and everything in a little bit, but yeah, that's where it started for me. What about for you? Oh, uh, I, I can definitely agree with the way that other people, mostly family, sometimes friends have influenced, uh, my ability to dream, uh, whether it's immediate family or, you know, just 
observing other people like I wish I could do that or I wish I could yeah and and we kind of joked about you know the difference between wishing and dreaming and um sometimes they're they they are the same um I think the media too plays a big role in that and uh when I when we were talking about this topic I kind of started doing a little digging on just like if there was any kind of research or or other things that out there that that kind of uh, supported this or like gave more insight into it. And I thought it was really interesting that the Atlantic published an article and it was in 2012 by Anne Marie Slaughter, who is an, an attorney. She is, I mean, she's kind of a go-getter I and mean, she's done yeah. some stuff in so, her life. So like maybe she, uh, is, has gone after some dreams. Yeah. Yeah. She did. She did. And the, the article title was, uh, why women still can't have it all. And it, they, I mean, I was like, wow, that feels aggressive. Oh, that, that's a gut punch. <laughs> oh, okay then. Uh, but it said, um, so this is one of the most clicked on and read articles to ever be published by the Atlantic. Um, well, there you go. And that's not just like, you know, the Noxipater Gazette. That's right. <laughs> no <laughs> offense. Yeah. I mean, that's no, no offense. <laughs> and she went on to, she actually wrote like a follow-up to that because of all of the, the comments and the feedback that she received that she wrote a book called unfinished business, uh, which is basically about the differences in the way that men and women go after their dreams in the workplace and um, her story. And I, I'm going to very quickly summarize, but basically she it's reached her dream or reached her goal of uh, being appointed to this high power position in DC uh, and her family, her husband was helping with their two boys. One of them, uh, and this, this is not my words. These are words that were in several articles, but was toying with some juvenile delinquency, like just really struggling with some teenage angst issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And she was struggling with kind of feeling torn between being at a place where she was realizing her dreams and her goals for her life, but also feeling like she was, slacking as a mom and I don't I'm not familiar with that (laughs) yeah yeah and I was like oh my gosh I remember so many times right after Eli was born um not so much with Riley because I had more time I mean there were definitely times but I really distinctly remember it with Eli he was born at the end of January and I was back at work at least like one day a week. Some days I would take him with me for a few hours uh, by the end of February. Oh, wow. so, yeah, it was, it was a lot. And I just feel like I missed so much of, of that. And I still have obviously regrets and um, some sadness about that, but I was so focused on, even you know, though he has, he's none the wiser. You oh know? gosh. Yeah. I mean, maybe he might throw it in my face one of these yeah. days and he goes back and listens to the podcast and it's like, now I know, now yeah. I know. Yeah. What I know there's a disconnect. <laughs> yeah. So you miss out on those pivotal moments. <laughs> that's right. When you my diaper changes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, all those feedings. Cause he was yes. a chunky monkey. No, I am. Um, but I do. I, I think we, we see these depictions of women or we see other women and there's like this whether it's in the media or in our lives. And there's this sense of comparison. Yeah. She looks like she has it all. And, um, and I, I've had people say to me, like, I don't know how you, how you do it all, how you juggle all the things. And I want to go, 
I don't. <laughs> like I'm, I am dropping balls left and right, people. <laughs> yeah. So if it looks like in the blip of my life that you're looking at that I have it all together, stick around a little a longer. <laughs> it's all a lie. I know. I know. Just wait. Just keep watching because something's going to hit the ground big time. Hopefully not one yeah. of my children. Um, but, you know. <laughs> That's good thing we, you can't uh, carry them anymore. Yeah. I know. I know. So anyway, I just, I think it is comparison. I think it's, it's looking around at what everybody else is doing and feeling like, man, I want to do, I want to do that. I want to, yeah. I want to have it all together. I want to, but really, I don't, I don't know that any of us have it all together because if like reading her story, like I would have looked at her for sure. And been oh, like, she do it all. She has got her stuff together. Yeah. Like, look at what she's doing but on the inside she's you know yeah falling apart she, well she's in a you know a battlefield like in her mind yeah. and so and I think that's where I mean I know for even me whenever I started working full-time again which I'm so fortunate because I do work for myself that my full-time still looks different it looks like mm-hmm. a lot of late nights mm-hmm. doing a lot of sourcing and you know scouring the internet going through a uh, different um you know, trade books and everything like that, because mm-hmm. I, d- I want to be able to pick my kids up. I want to do right. this, but guess what? Then I wake up grumpy and I'm <laughs> on edge in the mornings and I'm having to pick, you know, wake up with my grand dog. <laughs> what is this? Right now? 15 in the morning. Just so y'all know, I say that all joking. I do not call myself. It's grandma. Although Anna does say, go to grandma. I'm like, let's, let's rain that back in. Let's rain it back in. <laughs> but so, this is not my dream. It's not my dream. Yeah. And so, but um, yeah, I just think that um, I, feel so much guilt and then what I do something I do um I get angry because I feel like I or I get resentful and I talk to Will about this because I do I've always said I will never be I will never be the one that passes away and somebody stands up to give my eulogy and was like she never asked for, you know, thanks. She never asked to be recognized. She never asked for approval. I'm like, y'all, I buy your clothes. You wear them. I wash them. I fold them. I put them up. You're supposed to do your own laundry. Do y'all, y'all just don't even care. I pick you up. I might as well be an Uber, but I'm pretty sure you wouldn't give me a five-star rating. I cook your food. Okay. I don't cook it, but I at least go buy it. You know, like nothing. I get nothing, you know? And then it's like, you know, to where I feel like Will, it's, he's like the hero. I mean, okay. just because yeah. he comes home. <laughs> just he, he walks in the door. He walks in the door and it's like, oh, dad, you're the greatest. I was like, is he, is he really? No, but I mean, he really is. Um, but I think that that's where I start to, because I mean, if you look at what a two is on the Enneagram, mm-hmm. we need recognition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and I hate yeah. that about myself. Like, mm-hmm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. And I would say. Let me say this though. I don't need public recognition. No, I just need no, you to recognize by maybe starting the dishwasher and unloading it yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. And that'd not, good. you know, like, hey, did you see I started a load of laundry? I was like, hey, did you see I've done eight thousand four hundred and thirty-two <laughs> loads since you know January? Yeah. And so, yeah. um, but no, I don't want it. I'm not looking for an Instagram post of Will yeah. telling me how much he loves me. You just tell me that <laughs> to my face. <laughs> so, um, and don't ever follow Will on Instagram. It is a snooze fest. And so, <laughs> I'm just 
<laughs> Sorry, Will. Sorry, yeah, Will. AJ's like, you need to help him with his captions. I'm like, there's no, there's no, there's no helping, no help coming. But no, uh, but yeah, I think that for me, and I hate that about myself. And I would say, eighty five percent of the time, I don't need the recognition. I do it because I genuinely want to help. I genuinely want to be the one that is there for my kids. I want to be the ones that pick them up. I want to be the ones to hear, you know, hear about their day first. I want to be the ones Mm -hmm. that sits around the table, you know, all that. But there is that 15% where I feel like I have just been crapped on and (laughs) taken advantage of and taken for granted. And I think that's it when you start to feel taken for granted, because I'm like, do y'all know what all I've sacrificed mentally for y'all? I don't even know how to dream anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a a quote that, Anne. um, she is actually an artisan partner that Noonday partners with. And she's with mm-hmm. Bawa, ba, I mean, do you say it? Bawa Hope? Bawa Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so killed it. Um, but it says, she said this, and you want to talk about a mic drop moment. The poorest person in the world isn't the one without food, water, or shelter, but the one without hope. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yes. that's a good one. And I think for me, and that's what I was talking to Laura about before we kind of started, I'm like, you know, what's kind of the difference between hope and dreams? I think mm-hmm. hope is more of like, um, like a longing or like mm-hmm. a, and so for me, I told y'all last week I was going to be getting these injections and I was really looking forward to it. I go to the doctor's appointment and I am like so excited to get these injections because I honestly don't think I had given myself the grace to realize how much pain I was in Mm. and um I had just been really I'd been holding out like okay like just get to Thursday you're gonna feel better and because I knew too I'm gonna be driving to Houston back and forth I'm going to be sleeping in hotel beds I'm gonna be in bleachers I'm gonna be you know in 160 like it's gonna be a hard weekend on my body Mm. um and I go to the appointment my doctor is super awesome. I love her. And then I was like, okay, let's do these injections. And she's like, Jonna, we can't do your, like your injections. You need a lot. And it's going to be a series. Um, Cause I'm going to be getting them in different places of my body now. Like I'm not just getting them in my spine. I'm going to get them in my shoulder and in my sacroiliac again. Cause they're going to put it in a different area and all this stuff. And she's like, it's going to be uh, not an office visit. And I was like, but the nurse said, and I started sobbing, like, like uncontrollably. Yeah. And Will had literally the day before told me, he was like, I got really worried about something. Like, and I took something small and I turned it into something big. And I was like, but what about so-and-so? And he's like, Jonna, like, why are you so worried? Like, don't worry. Like, it's going to work itself out. And I mean, it was something like very minute. Like, it wasn't anything that like, you know, it, it was nothing. It was it was probably something to do with the kids. Oh, I know what it was. William had like pulled like his hamstring. Oh, like, my no. God. I'm like, well, knowing his body, maybe tore it, you know? And he's like, Jonna, like, he's like, where is this coming from? Like, this is not how you used to be. You used to be a lot more positive. And, and I just looked at him. I was like, that's really ha- like hard to hear. Like I sound like a delight to be around. And of course, <laughs> then I turned it into, you know, poor me, you know, oh my gosh. And so, and I just spiraled hard Mm -hmm. and I told him I said I find it really hard to like hope and he's like why I was like I don't know I was like because I feel like if I get my hopes up that you know xyz is going to happen and then it doesn't it's such a long way to fall Mm -hmm. and he's like but if you're honest like even if you don't get your hopes up 
and it doesn't happen, it's still a long way to fall. And I was like, okay, that's not what we're talking about, but um, it's exactly what we're talking about. But so I went in the parking lot and I was, I'm talking ugly crying. Like I reached out to y'all and I was like, <laughs> and so, I mean, and he just said, okay, talk to me, talk to me. Do I need to come get you? And I was like, no, I was like, this right here is why I don't hope this right here, this right here. I was like, I was so excited to get relief that I didn't even know how bad I was hurting until she said I couldn't have it. And then it was like, it all like the floodgates opened mm. and he was just like, okay, okay. You know, and he knew then now's not the time to talk to me about an emergency fund <laughs> or about, you know, that I'm the poorest human. Cause I have no hope. <laughs> so I, you know what I need an emergency fund of hope. That's what I need an emergency fund of. And so, but I, think that's where I really struggle is getting my hopes up because Mm -hmm. it feels like they're going to get let down. Now, listen, I say all of this to say, I know that I have a very blessed life. I'm sorry. Y'all Daisy is like chewing a bone, but it is basically (laughs) the only way she will not cry right now. So we're just gonna have to let it go. Laura was cleaning out her purse last episode. (laughs) I wasn't cleaning it out. I was looking for my stinking earphones. I know. So much trouble. I know. Listen, this is, we, you know, guys, this is our dreams are dead for a podcast studio. Um, So we need some more Amazon sales. Buy those jeans. (laughs) (laughs) No, but anyways, I think for me, like just the hope that I have like lost, I guess, and I don't want to get too excited or too hopeful because then if it happens, oh, I'm just going to be, that's just a blessing. And what I was saying before my dog really interrupted me is I know that my life is really good. Like I have two healthy kids. I have a loving husband. We have a home. We have, you know, like, I don't want you to hear this and be like, good Lord. I mean, you would think that she is like living in a tent under a bridge with her lack of hope. But I think it's just trying to hold everybody's hopes and dreams in my house. Like, I want my kids to have the lives that they're wanting. I want Will to have, you know, whatever he's wanting. And I feel like I have to hold it all. And I don't. I mean, it's really stupid. Mm -hmm. But I hold the weight of thinking that because I guess that makes me feel like I'm helping. So gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, I, I can test mine is not health. Like yeah. that, that I feel like is my obstacle. Um, at least at this point anyway. Um, I st- don't ask me when my last physical was, but I, That's uh, fine. It's, fine. it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Y'all. Um, mine is just the, the uncertainty of our future, you know, like the, like the, your the Waltons, yeah. I mean, and I know that sounds dumb because everybody's nobody's future is certain, but like the inability to like plan long term for my family, yeah. You know, yeah. just like we thought <laughs> three months well, ago, we thought we were in Uh Yeah, let's talk about you. this. Is my summer of cross stitching and rest uh, for real. Oh my goodness, let's your cross stitching stuff's packed up in a pod somewhere, <laughs> somewhere between here and Nagsapato. There's a pod with some cross stitching in it that's waiting to be done. Oh yeah. my goodness! And look, I I had just right before all this move situation started, I had just downloaded some new cute little patterns. One of them was like something I was going to do for baby sister's room, and I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there goes that. <laughs> but I mean. I think, but now like you, you didn't ever even dream that you were going to be able to pick out finishes for a home because y'all have a parsonage. And so that means 
you're blessed with a home, you know, but that, that comes with its challenges. But now you're going to have a home for baby girl where you've picked out the floor, you've picked out the paint. So it's like these different, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it's like, what would you rather have some nice countertops or maybe some cross stitch (laughs) uh, wall hanging? (laughs) So both, both. Can I not have both? You can. (laughs) I'm going to need you to maybe learn how to drive and cross stitch. (laughs) Right. Autopilot for hours a week. Yeah. Um, Our friend JJ said, we had like reached out to some people and we're like, Hey, just tell us, you know, do you dream? <laughs> and I'm not talking like that your teeth are falling out or that you show up to class naked. Um, but she said, um, she had texted us while we're recording and she goes, Hey friends, are you recording yet? Yeah, that's a yes, JJ. Um, uh, she said, I've been praying for you and thinking about keeping your dreams alive. Here's a nugget I have found having the big kids now. It's been helpful to keep my dream present as the kids have grown. I've always dreamt of working with Wayne. Wayne's her husband. Uh, to have that'd be weird if it wasn't though. Um, working <laughs> this, with Wayne, this random guy. This, her husband's Ron. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where he fits in. Yeah, I've always dreamt of working with Wayne to have an Airbnb or flip houses. She is an interior designer and is amazing, by the way. Um, it is something we've wanted ever since we were first married, before kids. Even if your dream isn't a mutual spouse dream, I think it's important to keep that dream present. Because it's a part of your identity without kids. Sooner or later, those kids fly with their own dream. And you need to step back into the person you were without them. Mm. I've also seen the kids encouraged to dream themselves because see their parents. Let's see. I've also seen the kids encouraged to dream themselves because they see their parents as people, not just parents and willing to risk it. For the biscuit themselves. Because that's JJ. We're going to need another t-shirt from that. Risk it for the biscuit. biscuit. Listen, they'll crumble your biscuit in Knox Cater. So, but but I think that 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 right there, and that's where I feel like telling William, like, I don't know what my dreams are. That was hard for me Mm -hmm. because it felt lame. And (laughs) I don't have a good excuse. I really Mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. And so, because having kids... And having a job and having a husband and all those things, that's not an excuse to not have a dream. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. And that's a really, I think that's a great conversation to have with your kids, even starting from, you know, when they're old enough to, to know what a dream is, is to encourage them because how fun is it to watch dreams evolve? You know, like if, if you, and I think it's different than saying, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because to me, that's a goal. Because yes. you have an endpoint. You are going to have to get out of my house at some point. Yeah, yeah. And you need to have a Preach. career. Preach. And look, it needs to be something that you you like and that you want to do. Um, so to me, like what you what do you want to be when you grow up is not necessarily a dream. It's a goal. Yeah, that's um, a good but, point. Yeah, but what do you what do you dream of doing? Like whether it's t- traveling or doing mission work or you know having a side hustle that's that's yeah, just for you, you know, that whatever, maybe isn't of, necessarily like finance, like it's not producing, right. income, but it's something you really enjoy. Right. So. Yes. And so I think I, that is definitely something I want to be. I love that advice from, from JJ um, about encouraging them to dream. And then also being, being able to share your dreams. Cause um, that's, that's important for them to see you doing that. I need well, to do and in that same deal, like we have our friend Julia that is um, 
she's a homeschool mom and she's just a really cool person. Mm -hmm. Um, and she started a co-op because Mm -hmm. she loved her co-op. It was great, but maybe it had, it was lacking some things or there was something she was looking for, you know, whatever it is, she needs something that maybe fit it, fit her girls better. Uh So Uh she started one and she named it was like truth and virtue, like something Uh real, like cool. I mean, Uh and Uh it's like, I love that. Surround yourself with people that dream and go after it. Uh Surround yourself with people that are go-getters. They don't just talk and plan. They actually Uh do it. Like Uh she talked about it and she did it. Like Mm -hmm. that is foreign these days. I mean, to me, (laughs) so we all, we all want to talk about it, but there's very few who, who I talk about losing weight all the time. Same, same. So, yeah. But so I love on our like notes, our um, notes list, it says, you know, what is your dream? And Laura's has hers and mine is blank. (laughs) (laughs) We'll share that screenshot for y'all. What is it? I mean, you are you, you gotta, asking me? Yeah, you better think. Well, that's what I really, you know, and it's interesting because I do realize thinking about it, some of my dreams have turned into reality. Like you put down, you know, mm-hmm. things of yours that have, and so mm-hmm. mine, you know, was travel. Like I really, Will and I were both very fortunate to grow up traveling mm-hmm. um, with our family, our families, and I really want that for our kids. And we really, mm-hmm. Will sat down. I think when he realized, like. I was struggling. This has been like a year ago. And he's like, what are your dreams? I'm like, that is just it. I don't know. And he's like, well, and I told him, I was like, I want to travel. And he's like, well, how much do you want to travel? Like, give me a number. I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, well, I read something one time and it was like, we try to travel a month out of every year. I was like, well, you can't, I mean, you can't travel Mm -hmm. a month. He goes, Jonna, it just means like four weeks. I was like, (laughs) okay. Okay. I thought it meant like we have to travel the month of January. Like that's not practical. Um, (laughs) But, you know, Will has his notes in his phone and he told Uh me last week, he goes, once we go, we're taking the kids to New York for Thanksgiving. And he goes, once we do that trip, we'll have traveled 41 days this year. And I was like, oh, Oh. yeah. And so he gets really excited because he wants to see my dreams come true, Uh even if I don't even know what they are, you know? (laughs) And so I appreciate that. Um, But yeah, so mine, I mean, I have always, always, always wanted to go to Greece. Um, That's just something I've always wanted to do now that we're on the Mediterranean diet feels like it's necessary. Um, I mean, lifestyle, Mediterranean lifestyle. Um, but yeah, I have always wanted to do that. And he's always like, that doesn't need to be a dream. That's a goal. Cause we're going to do it. Cause Will is not a dreamer. He's a goaler. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you like that? Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Like yeah. That. Our friend not Kelly a, wants not a goalie. Not, no, not a goaler. No. Goal. Yeah. Um, no. And so uh, our friend Kelly really said we should make shirts for whenever I said he's the bread winner and I'm the bread spender. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say I'm a dreamer. He's a goaler. <laughs> that I'm not a dreamer. <laughs> so I'm trying to be, I'm trying, I'm to trying be. guys. I'm trying. I'm a, I don't know. I'm a mom. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I think it's, you know, I dream of like getting to a place where I am really happy with myself. Mm-hmm. and comfortable with myself everybody says that happens when you're 40 mm. but I don't know mm. <laughs> I mean, see? I'm still waiting on that yeah so let me know but doesn't everybody say that oh when you turn yeah. 40 you just don't it care does. anymore I do I'm like that you become I, more there is a, a sense I don't want to say confident I don't think that's the word um but like you become more 
you don't care um, what people but, think. But a little bit, like you're just a little more comfortable with yourself. Like, I don't want to, and I'm not like confident in who I am at this point. Cause I'm still trying to figure that out y'all. I'm still yeah. trying to figure that out. And so, um, like the, you, you do, I do have a sense of a little more confidence in, in doing what I want to do instead of trying to be such a people pleaser. I do think that that happened around 40. Um, yeah. Where I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm and that's now. not to say I'm completely reformed people pleaser, but I, yeah. I am a little more like, I'm going to do this. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go down with some people, but I'm still doing it. Whereas yeah. before, I think I would say, oh gosh, I probably shouldn't do that. You know, like that. Yes. Kind of. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll let y'all know. It's I still got just a little bit before yeah. that happens. And so, okay. yeah, but. We'll be watching that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, all of a sudden, I just don't care. Well, Will and I say all the time, you know, like, every year we're around elderly people, and they are, like, so rude, and they'll be like, uh, <laughs> you look pregnant in that. And I'm like, I never want to get to that point where I just tell people what I think, and they are, like, owed my opinion. And, like, I don't want to be that person. And I'm like, is that what happens when you turn 40? You just lose a filter? Because, <laughs> listen, so. I'm lacking filters as it is. So. <laughs> I need to keep the few I have. So. Oh my okay, but your dream, I love your dream. Do you? I do love it. I do. And I think Anna could maybe be your first, like, I associate. know. I know. She she would be big time um, help with it. Um, so, I always think about her when I buy washi tape. Yes. But, yeah, my, my dream has always been to have my own store, like, paper, I'm thinking it started out kind of from like the scrapbooking standpoint, but, um, and I still think there would be like a small part of that, but more like stationary cards, like, like a paper source, but yes. more of your like spin yes. on it. Yeah. Like little gifts and washi tape and those things. And I think that why I've always felt like that was a dream was those things make me happy. Like I love to send and to receive um, handwritten notes and like if there's washi tape on the back of it like that is I mean that's like icing on the cake for me and yeah. so cute pens colored pens um I'm I'm a weirdo about the paper mate flare we've yes. talked about before um, we bonded yeah <laughs> so, uh, what color do you need and as I whip out my uh-huh. rainbow, rainbow yes. bag um but just things like that and I, it's it's one of those dreams that you know, circumstances, I think, have prevented me from ever making it a goal because we, we aren't like, we're not in a situation where we're going to live somewhere forever, you know? Yeah. Um, We don't, we don't. And I think that's why, like kind of what I was saying earlier, just the uncertainty of our future. We just don't know where we're going to be, you know, five, 10 years down the road. I mean, we would love to be in one place forever, but that's not really how the Methodist church works. And so, um, that's hard, you know, yeah. when you have a, something like that, Long term. of course, yeah. when I, we were talking about Jonna instantly goes, we could be online. And I was like, okay, now you're turning my dream into a goal. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> calm it down. Let it stay a dream. So I don't feel all the pressure. So. Just let me have a dream. Just let me have a yeah. dream. It is, yeah. Listen, definitely... I went will hold on you. Uh, you did. So. You, you pulled out a goal sheet and said, put it on paper, sis. <laughs> yeah, I did do it, do it, make it happen. 
say, but it is, it is true. Like that is definitely something, you know, to think about that in the age that we're living in, you know, what does a, a store? Well, this started as a blog, but mm-hmm. you know, now it's a podcast. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> so yeah, it is, it is, uh, I think that's probably the one dream that I've had for like a long time. Consistently. That, mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as like dreams that I've had that, became goals and are like in the process, I guess, or have been achieved. One of my, my dreams was traveling abroad. Uh, my parents were not travelers abroad <laughs> growing up. Yeah. Uh, we did good to get to the beach from Arkansas yes. once, once a year, once every few years, they just were not as adventurous in, in that way. And, um, for whatever reason. And so I think that has always been something that I, have loved and the more I've done it, the more I've loved it. And so that's definitely something that, uh, I want to continue to make happen, not only for myself, but also for my family. And then the adoption, that was definitely a dream. That uh, is now a goal. That is now a goal. And we're, um, no, update. where are you? In yeah. Right <laughs> Still waiting. So wait, we're like week 16, I think. Is... Okay. So we got two weeks. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, but I did get, I did see in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in a car approval at 25 weeks. And okay. 20, that feels aggressive. I know 29 weeks was the other one that was best morning. Super aggressive. Like, feels uh, like a lie. That feels like a lie. I know. So we're, we're trying to adjust expectations. We're, we're not giving up hope that it will, uh, it will still happen this year. Cause it could, if she's from a region where things move quickly, once we, well, you know, She's already your daughter. It's just a matter of where mm-hmm. she is and when mm-hmm. she's coming home. Mm-hmm. So, for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, my, my realized or um, things that that transitioned from goals into dreams. I mean, from yeah. dreams, sorry, I said that backwards. Dreams into goals. And I mean, I will say, like you know, I was told I could never have kids, mm. and I didn't even dream of having kids because that felt stupid, honestly. Yeah. And not only, and I mean, now just in a world where I have so many friends that struggle with infertility and it's, I don't take those two kids for granted or their unexpected pregnancies for granted. I mean, it just, so I think those are things that like, I didn't even realize was a dream deep in my heart. And God knows those dreams. Like mm-hmm. he does, he's put them there. Mm-hmm. And I will say that one thing that will praise constantly and I appreciate this is that God will give me, he prays it for me because I have a hard time even mm-hmm. praying for dreams and mm-hmm. I'm, y'all I struggle. Um, <laughs> but he will pray that God will give me the desires of my heart or mm-hmm. he will change the desires of uh, my heart. Yes. And I, and that has happened. I mean, there's been mm-hmm. things that I just knew I wanted, knew I needed, knew this, knew that. And mm-hmm. then just over time, like I've lost that desire. I've lost, mm-hmm. you know, um, that longing and, mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I know for us, we were in serious talks, you know, I've talked about it before about adoption Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, God told us that was not the path for us, Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, the path for us was to support adoption. Right. I was super sad because I was like, that's what I just always thought we would do. And, um, you know, both of my kids have said that, that they have a dream to adopt and I'm like, well, maybe that's it. Like I'm this was to put that dream in their heart or Mm -hmm. you just never know what your dreams or the dreams that you've lost, what they mean. And so, Mm -hmm. um, okay. So back to, um, why, what if, what influences our dreams and ability? Like, 
So, I mean, do you feel like social media has really affected you or? Mm, I, mm, I don't I wouldn't say social media so much. I mean, it definitely affects like my, my wants. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they're definitely or their house or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know that it's necessarily affected the way that I dream. Yeah. Um, I think that's good. Yeah. And for people I, to realize that whenever you're scrolling and maybe it's giving you a tinge of jealousy or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, like maybe just mute that person for a minute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah what about you do you think that's that's a place where you found comparison I I will for sure comparison and I think it comes to like body image insecurity and it's Mm -hmm. never like somebody famous it's people I know Mm -hmm. um uh it's yeah I mean I don't so much I mean I have the awesome ability to help people design homes and decorate their homes so I get all of that out with that Mm -hmm. like um so that doesn't really, it's more, I know it's going to be like, oh my gosh, they're in Greece. What the heck? You know, um, <laughs> they're in Europe. I hate that. No, but yeah, I, to me, what I do is I look at it like, okay, I'm going to follow their trip and then I'm going to save it. So I know where they went. That looked cool. You know? So I use it more as like inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And something I try to do too is comment, like, love this. Like, this is so awesome. This, mm-hmm. you know, because I think that that's something we don't do enough. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of maybe scroll and get resentful or jealous and keep scrolling. And it's like, no, like be happy for that person. Um, and, you know, every, it's a highlight reel. It's a highlight mm-hmm. reel. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's like I would posted Anna's picture that they won their tournament. And it's like, yeah, but what you don't know is they didn't win a single game last year. So <laughs> it's like, that's, this is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and we pay a lot of money. So <laughs> I would like for them to win a game. <laughs> oh, God. Feels good to get a trophy for all it that. It does. That feels good to that $4 trophy. For, <laughs> don't even want to say how much. But yeah. Oh, goodness. And oh, my gosh. Uh, Was well, there anything else you think that's important that we we I think we've covered pretty much everything. I we, do. I think it's, yeah. I mean, guys, I feel like we've nailed it. So we'll too. let you know our new dreams next week. Okay. But here's what we want you to do. We want you after you listen to the episode yeah. and we want you to tell us what your dreams are. What are and your dreams? Yeah. Perfect. Because we're doing a giveaway. We are. So, I mean, do we want to kind of talk to him about that? You think? I mean, yeah, I think that's a great time. So here's what we want you to do. Um, we're going to give away some of our favorite things that we've talked about over the next, I mean, over the last few months. Um, We have got a great pair of earrings that we're going to give away that are super fun. Uh, All things good colors. Yeah. Yeah. Called Masai earrings. They're new day. They're beautiful. They're awesome. We've also got our favorite Nivea cream that we slather on. (laughs) Made in Germany. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Made in Germany. We'll make sure it's the real deal when we send it to you. We're also going to give away the Bob Goff book, Everybody Always. It's been such an encouragement and we want to encourage you in the same way. And then we're going to also give away, we both use and love the Thrive Mascara. Yes. We've talked about several times. I just ordered some new, by the way. Yeah. And you can't have it. I'm keeping that, but we'll get, you'll order you a new one, y'all. It's going to be a used Thrive (laughs) Mascara. A red I'm going to keep book, that one. <laughs> worn earrings and half a tub of Nivea. 
That's right. We might combine our Nivea tubs and give you like three quarters of a tub. Yeah. Um, So here's what we're going to ask you guys to do. Okay. So if you have already left a rating or review on Apple iTunes, we want you to screenshot it, take a picture of it and post it in your social media, whether it's on Facebook or whether it's on Instagram, be sure to tag us so that we see it. And that is an entry. If you have not already left a rating or review Go leave a rating. Why not? First of all, why not? <laughs> Lars left a two-star rating. So <laughs> FYI, I'm gonna go screenshot that. A screenshot of your three-star rating. I need a five-star rating. <laughs> oh gosh. That yeah. was that was something. Yeah. So leave a rating and write a little review and screenshot that. And that is also, like I said, if you've already done it, we're, we, we're not asking you to do it again. Just screenshot it. Yeah. You and can scroll back through the reviews. I mean, yes. not done, so you can yeah, find, find it. it. They're, they're in um, chronological order. So whenever you left it, just scroll back through there and screenshot that. And then if you haven't, leave us a rating or review on Apple iTunes, screenshot it, post it, your social media. And that is your, um, your, uh, entry into the. Give the drawing away. for yeah. some of our goodies. Okay. And so, and then the other thing, the other way that you can win, we're going to do like the book and the mascara for one thing. And then we're going to do the earrings and the Nivea cream for another. And so the other way that you can win is we need you to tag your friends with your dreams. It's some yeah. little accountability where we'll post on uh, the day this episode airs and you'll just go underneath and tag a friend or two or three or 10 yeah. And each tag is a separate entry. That's right. Each tag is a separate entry into the drawing. And so you can do that on Facebook or on Instagram. And those will be entries into um, winning our fun earrings in the Nivea cream. So yeah, this is y'all, this is like good stuff. We're not just giving away like we yeah. cleaned out our We're closet. We're not giving stuff. away a coaster. Yeah. No. <laughs> I got some Amazon things I haven't returned that didn't fit. So maybe I'll throw that in. No, I'm just <laughs> save me the trip save me the trip that's hilarious okay so um we'll be posting more about this but we wanted to definitely mention it yeah we'll put the instructions in like stories as well so for sure for sure okay well so let's wrap up what are you what are you loving this week what's your good thing okay so I talked about it last week and I said I couldn't leave a review because I hadn't I just started it um but I'm all caught up on the clearing podcast Mm -hmm. it's good you like it it's it's language, calm it down. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's not, good. not child appropriate it's, in the car. Yeah, it's about a serial killer because you know, that is mm-hmm. what I dream of. Serial mm-hmm. killers. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed, Ed, Ed Edwards. Um, and his daughter is like researching his crimes and oh my gosh. it's, she's the one that turned him in and oh, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a good listen. So that's all I can really say about it. It's a good listen. I would definitely recommend it. Not with your kids in the car. Um, gotcha. and then but, Hey, look, I'm going to be caught up by the next episode because eight hours in the car. Yeah. Oh, you're good. You're good. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. No. And then the other is, so William starts football on Thursday. Like he's already been practicing everything, but they have their first game on Thursday and now even the high schools here have to have a clear bag because as America, we mm. have gone to crap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. No. Um, but you know what that meant? It was an opportunity for get 
to for me to get a purse. Oh, <laughs> so of course. They yes. were selling on our booster club site, which I support the booster club hardcore. Um, but the purses were not maybe my style. Mm-hmm, um, and gotcha. I thought, I was like, everybody's going to have one of these. I'm not looking to, you know, have something everybody else has. Mm-hmm. So I went on good old Amazon and I got the cutest. It's like a crossbody is real cute. It is purse. cute. And it's like brown with like brass it is really cute. Like even Anna's like, that's really cute. Except you can see through it. I'm like, that's the point. Um, <laughs> so mission accomplished. <laughs> but yeah. So that Nailed was, it. Yeah. Did it. So I love it. It's really cute. It's well made. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's only twenty two dollars. That's I don't know how well it's made or what it's mm-hmm. made of, but it's well made. Yeah. Well, uh, and it, I mean that's that's um, that's good. Yeah, the ones that so, I had seen before that were kind of cute. I mean, obviously oh, they have like the ten dollar tote yeah, bag that, looking one that's not super cute, that. but then the ones that were super cute were like seventy or eighty dollars oh, in some of the places really in good- yeah, and there's a girl that um, I will say if you were want to really invest in a purse like mm-hmm. that, it's called Perception. She's based out of Tuscaloosa. She's doing incredible stuff. Mm. Um, and her bags are beautiful. And listen, whenever my kid moves it up a notch, I will get one of those. I gotcha. Um, I, gotcha. I just got to make sure he doesn't break. <laughs> so <laughs> so we, what you're saying is when he goes to play for Alabama, uh, yeah, he'll, yeah, yeah, he'll get your yeah, new player listen, purse. If that's his dream. That's not my dream. Yeah. If that's his dream. I so, got you. I will I say this. You. Speaking of dreams real quick, let me just say this. Something that made me so incredibly proud, and this right here is one of the main reasons I love my husband. Somebody asked William not too long ago, um, I believe I've shared before that Will played football at Alabama, and somebody, and he was a wide receiver, which is William's position. And someone asked William not too long ago, they're like, do you feel like it's a lot of pressure to like be really good because your dad and stuff? And he goes – no, he's like, my dad lived his dream. He's not living it through me. Oh, uh, that. and he wasn't being like rude. He's just being super serious. Will has never once put his dreams on him. And that right there, I was like, mm. I'm proud of you. And I was like, my job job. Good job. Okay. Anyways, I digress, but go ahead. <laughs> what, what are you loving? Oh my goodness. Um, okay. Well, first of all, I love grocery pickup. I have talked about this. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I've talked about it on my own Instagram, uh-huh. the whole order, pick up and go. Um, we actually live in a town now that you can do that. So that is super nice. That and Domino's are really changing. Oh, life. Ser- Domino's Welcome. pizza delivery. I, I don't even want to tell y'all how many times we've had it delivered since we moved in. It's, Welcome to 2019, Laura. It's amazing. Or should I say welcome to 2010? <laughs> <laughs> so I love the grocery pickup. That has been amazing. But even the boys are like, are we picking it up? Or are you going in the store? And I'm like, I'm picking it up. And they're like, okay, I'll ride with you. <laughs> oh, that's like, amazing. Nobody likes going in the store anymore. So I do love it. I love, love, love it. And I've, I've not gotten, um, cause I know a lot of people will say, Oh, well they give you like the worst fruit and the, you know, the out of date milk. And I, it's never been that it's been, it's everything's been good. So I love grocery pickup. That's one thing. And then you tell William, Dream Killer William, that I'm going to Wednesday Night Bible Study, and that is actually my favorite thing this week. Uh, he's so, so proud. I know. You tell him that I, I that is especially for him. But we are doing the study by Timothy Keller. It's called Prodigal God, and it's uh, just like a deep dive into the prodigal story that we you know, know from the Bible, and it kind of flips it on end. Because I think from my perspective, I've always 
thought the focus was on the excessiveness of the son and, and his waywardness and how he returned, but was actually um, kind of flipping it where we look more at the older son and his um, self-righteousness and how that was just as a, as much of a um, barrier to his relationship with uh, not only his father, but in the, the parallel with our relationship with the Lord. Um, and so it's just been so good. It's so many things that I've learned about that culture that, um, helps give new meaning to the story. Um, it's been really good. It's been really yeah. good. So I think we've got like three more week, three or four more weeks left. And I'm going to miss t- uh, this, this week because I'll be back in the classroom this week, but, um, we pray I, for that. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And please. Classes start on Tuesday, Monday. Thursday, uh, Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday. They start on Wednesday. But what about for you? They start on Wednesday. I teach Wednesday. Uh, My classes have a Monday, Wednesday and a Tuesday, Thursday. Okay. So, but now how will you do that? What are, tell us what your schedule will look like at Mississippi State when Mm. you leave. Yeah, it's um so I will leave early on Monday mornings and I will drive to Startville we'll and I'll back speak. on December twelfth. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Good luck moving, Jeff. Yeah. Deuces. Bye. Send pictures. So I will um I will leave on this week is a little different because classes start on Wednesday. So I'm going for the first two days of classes. But normally my schedule will be I will leave Monday morning. I think I'll be able to drop you off for school and then head north and I will get there uh, just in time to make any last minute copies, teach at 1230 and two. I'll stay the night um, in the Startville area Monday night and then teach on Tuesday in the classroom at 1230 and two. And then depending on the week, I'll have either a, a doctoral student assistant come in and teach on Wednesday and Thursday, or I'll do like video lecture on mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. So, um, we're, we've, I've, the Lord, the Lord is so good. He has given, given us, um, uh, something that I did not expect. And that is the gift of those doctoral students who are going to be able to help and also be a contact for the students when I'm back on the coast. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good semester and we'll see, we'll see how it goes from there. That's, I mean, it's going to be good. It is. We're going to be praying that those kids understand. And I feel like this is God just setting up the path for baby girl Walton to come home. Oh, I hope so. I hope that is. Firmly believe that. Uh, pray it to be because we are, we are ready. It's, it's been funny the couple of times that we've gone over to like, look at the house. Like I just walk into a room and I'm just like, Oh, I'm so ready. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, it just feels more real because like she, we have an actual room for her now. Like before we were going to have to, you know, move Eli into Riley's room and like redo and all of that. But we've, we've moved into this house with, with that in mind and um, there's a space for her. And um, so it's, it's exciting. Yeah. I I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for her. I know to come home and just get, let's get this show on the road. Kind of right. Right. Come on people. Come on. Yeah. All right, your homework for next week is to be able to share your dream with us. Okay, so I've been working on that homework for about 15 years. So. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to give it a that. deadline. I'm oh, giving you a deadline. You have to figure yeah. out what is your dream. I have to put it on my to-do list. <laughs> I put it on your to-do list. So that now I'm going to be feel... restrained. I mean, focused. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love you, friend. Gonna, You're the best. You. It's gonna, I'll get back to y'all, okay? Okay. 
you're gonna next week you're gonna be like well i'm doing this podcast by myself this week john is still working on her homework <laughs> we have a we have a guest today yeah, uh-huh. it's will it's will talking about how this is not gonna work out and so oh uh, my gosh now don't forget to enter our giveaway yes don't forget the giveaway we'll be we'll you'll be hearing more about it for sure yeah you will you will and so, and the reason we're doing that is one we want to just give y'all because y'all have been so gracious mm-hmm. and kind for and sure that you share and it gets it out there and we keep growing because it's grown and it is it's been so fun to see and so mm-hmm. anyways mm-hmm. all right okay. you have all right i'll talk to you soon first week back at state so. okay thanks love you friends love you bye was kind of hard y'all I'll just be honest (laughs) thinking about dreams or lack thereof and the obstacles that keep us from dreaming that was hard to put words to uh, and think about the example that we set for our kids and so that's definitely something that I want to do better with articulating my own dreams but also encouraging them to have dreams of their own and so we hope that it was the same for you we hope that If you haven't thought about what your dreams are for a while, maybe that was the catalyst for you. And you can share your dreams with us over on social media at All Things Good Podcast on Instagram or on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. And while we're talking about sharing, don't forget that we're doing a giveaway. Uh, We are going to be giving away a couple of uh, our favorite things, some great Maasai earrings from Noonday Collection that are all the colors and the All Things Good uh, logo. And also our favorite Thrive Mascara. We've got some of that coming at you. We've also got Bob Goff's book, Everything, Everyone Always, and then our favorite Thrive Mascara. So we'll be giving those away over the next few weeks. And the ways that you can enter to win are to complete a review over on Apple iTunes. If you've already done it, just take a screenshot of that. If you need to do it still, We would love for you to do that and then screenshot it and post those screenshots to your social media. Tag us in your social media and that is an entry. Again, if you've already done it, just take a screenshot of what you've posted and we'll use that as well. And if you haven't, head on over there and do it for us. We would love for you to do that. The other way that you can win is on Thursday, the day that this episode is airing. We will be posting about the episode and we want you to tag a friend. Each friend that you tag in the post is a separate entry and we're going to be giving some goodies away based on that. We'll do that on Facebook and on Instagram. So be watching for those, whichever social media that you use. So thanks for being here this week. Thanks for always joining the conversation. We love to get your direct messages and your read your comments under the post. Uh, it's just what keeps us going and we love how... Our editorial calendar keeps growing with your great ideas and with the the things that come in from you guys. So we hope that you have a great week and we will talk to you again soon. Until then, y'all. Settle down, girls.